2: Back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast, a very special episode of Causeway Street. I am Josue Pavone. He is Joel Pavone. Sean Dutra is going to be joining us after our very special guest, who is Anna Horford, old friend of the show, one of our go-to interviews, one of our favorite people. We like to bring on, and we haven't talked to her for a while. But the news of Al Horford coming back to Boston made me hit up Anna and say, "Yo, we're doing an episode immediately or as soon as she could, obviously." And that's today. Welcome into a brand new episode, a new era of Celtics basketball, I'm calling it right now, and Al Horford is Brad Stevens' very first move on the job. I love it. Joel, we'll get his take on on it, of course, but first things first, Anna, how how did you first find out about it, one? And number two, how do you feel about your brother, Al Horford, heading back to Boston?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, we found out very recently. I've been telling people, like, when it comes to the NBA world, you don't No things are a sure thing until they're a sure thing so um so we always hoped yeah Yeah. we always hoped and dreamed and i feel like we kind of wished this into existence just because we've been wanting to get back to boston for the past couple seasons but the whole family is super excited we can't wait um, we had such an amazing welcome back into like the Boston family yesterday. Oh, yeah. your, Twitter um, must on media. Yeah, your Twitter must have been
2: going nuts. Your Twitter must have been popping. My,
1: I think my initial tweet on like, we're back. It's gotten almost 25,000 likes, which is fans, crazy.
2: The fans have been missing it. You know, they've been missing yeah. the, 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 the shade, the Anna Horford. I mean, cause mm-hmm. Anna, we all know you bleed green, right?
1: Now you don't yeah. have to hide
2: it. You, you know, you have to hide it for a couple of years. <laughs>
1: But we didn't even really hide it. Like, we were really bad yeah. at hiding it. So, I mean, you guys know, we never really, like, left.
2: Right, that's true. But at the same time, Anna, people got it, they got it twisted, though. Okay. Because you were yeah. always supporting Al. Okay. It wasn't like you were rooting for the Celtics. You were showing love, but you were always, uh, were rooting for Al, whether he was a member of the 76ers or whether he was a member of Oklahoma City Thunder. So that, that's, let that be true. You know, let that, you know, people need to get that, get that clear. I feel like.
1: Yes, definitely. <laughs>
3: yeah so i mean over the past season uh well over the past like year and a half you know with all that's been going on globally like how i is, know how was our yeah how was our like transition from going from philly to oklahoma city and now obviously going back to boston now it's just been a whirlwind of a 16 month period so far <laughs> for really?
1: yeah it's been crazy <laughs> <laughs> for real not <Enough>
2: for nothing <laughs> oklahoma i mean like that's that, that, that's quite a you know that's a different different uh, vibe compared to Philly and Boston. Yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, I think moving to Philly for him was a bit rough as far as like trying to find his place um, in that system and trying to gain some like fans and appreciation along the way. So I think that was kind of an issue. Our family didn't really click with the Philly fan base as much as we did with atlanta boston and oklahoma to be honest um i keep telling everyone like oklahoma city was so welcoming they welcomed us with open arms the fans were so nice so they got a a a bright future ahead of them too yeah yeah. Yeah. um they've got a great front office and great fans and so yeah so oklahoma amazing philly rocky but we are happy to be home for sure
2: you know, I'm heading into this off season, like, you can attest to this, right? Because I sent you – we we talk every now and then. We catch up, you know, and like I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I was like, man, get this done, Boston, somehow. Kemba Walker, Al Horford, you know, the contracts match, you know, make it work, and here we are. You know, it, it, it happened. But heading into this, you know, new era, I'm calling it, because obviously Brad Stevens is in a different place than he was, you know, when – last time Al Horford was coming to Boston. But just tell me about – what what do you think in, in the sense of – when you think about what, what Al was to the team, that role that he's in, now he's coming back to, you know, essentially the same core. But I, I think what's so special about it is that now that Tatum and Brown are all stars, they, re- they progress. Like just talk about that relationship and how that dynamic was for someone like Al to come back to this team. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now, uh that role that he had, whether it was on the court or off the court in the locker room, no one has really replaced that, at least, at least if you ask me. So now that he's coming back, I think that's a huge, huge addition. You know, just for those guys in particular, the two all stars. But just talk about the, their relationship and 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 what what who Al was essentially to that team, to this team, to this core.
1: I think with Al coming back to Boston, it means like dad's back, <laughs> like dad of the team. Is yes, back.
2: exactly. And yeah.
1: I think Jalen and Jason are going to be really stoked on it. Um In multiple interviews since he left, they talked about just what a great veteran presence he was and. How he, you know, he was always the go-to person for advice, for wisdom, for whatever. And so I think he's going to take up that role again. I think Al also is just kind of watching from afar and has been so proud of these young guys and how much they've done and how much they've progressed. And so I think just having that steady presence is going to be, you know, major for the team as a whole, major for their chemistry. So, yeah, I think it's a really good thing. I think Al's excited to kind of be able to be a mentor again and to also, you know, um, to step in and, and fill a role. So, yeah, I think I think he's really stoked on it.
3: Yeah, I mean, obviously now uh, it's a little different. You're, you're going to have a different head coach coming in, uh, essentially a, another point guard. This, yeah. this is going to be Al's third point guard here
1: mm-hmm. in Boston.
3: So I'm hoping... You know, pretty sure that the majority of Celtics fans as as well is that his role's not really gonna change as yeah. he, as he comes back into the fold on the court, obviously. Every time you touch the ball offensively, like good things happen. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that whoever they choose as a coach realizes that because I felt like that was the big issue in Philly. You know, Brett Brown just didn't know how to use Al mm-hmm. Horford. And I would
1: agree. <laughs>
3: and, I mean <laughs> facts. And obviously it didn't work out. But I felt like had he had a different coach, then things would have been different. I mean, maybe not good for the Celtics How about expansions. the one they have now? <laughs> yeah, right? No. You know, I really, I was really, I was really like, banking on that. But anyway, it, was, it worked out. It worked out, right? So he's coming, yeah.
1: He's and everything back. happens for a reason. I feel like, you know, his journey, there's a reason it brought him back to Boston. And I think we're just all really looking forward to it. I think that people are actually also going to be surprised by the team next year. Like, I just... I'm telling you guys right now, I have a really good feeling about things like coming up. So I would not sleep on this team at all. I think it's going to be great, and they're going to be so fun to watch. And I can't wait to get back, like to TD Garden.
2: Hey, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a, a, a question about the the coaching position here. And obviously, you know, it's 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 hard for you to to, to answer what Al thinks or or whatever. But I want to hear your opinion, your honest opinion about um race and how much that matters in this and, and you know choosing a, a a person of color to, to lead this team you know Jalen brown put up an interesting tweet talking about uh which remaining coaches or, or one of them got eliminated um well actually no he didn't get eliminated actually he pointed out the amount of uh, african-american coaches that are still in the playoffs right now uh, i right. was just thinking about the utah jazz but actually no quinn Snyder is actually not black so he just kind of my check no yeah. So now there's even more, I guess this, that, that tweet even resonates more now, but um, how relevant is that do you think for, for these players, you know, this obviously what's been going on with uh, the um, awful murder of, of George Floyd and what that did to the country. And now, you know, one year removed, the Boston Celtics have a vacant, you know, coaching job. And there's a lot of chatter that, or let's let's face it, a lot of pressure um, on this organization to pick a, a coach of a, pers- a person of color to, to lead this, to lead this team. How relevant do you think that is in today and with this team in particular?
1: I mean, I feel like there is a need for more uh, coaches of color in the NBA. Just because look at the players, com- right. you know, compared to the to the coaches, and obviously, um, white coaches vastly outnumber uh, coaches of color. And so, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to get the best person for the job. But I think what a lot of people don't understand are these people of color, these men of color. Um, a lot of them are the best people for the job. So it would be really great to see them in these, like, head coaching positions right. and whatnot. So and I think that would mean a lot to the players. I mean.
2: I just think um, it's unfortunate how, like, I, I feel like black coaches, they have, like, a short leash. Like, they yeah, get, like, they a do. season. Like, top Yeah. yeah. Sometimes not even a whole season. And they're out. Yeah. And it's just like, well, wait a minute. Like, maybe you should have let that ride for a little bit see what happens. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah.
1: Yeah. They don't get as much wiggle room. And exactly. they also, right. I mean, like anything in the United States, you have to be twice as good mm. to you know True. to prove right to the exact same level right. um as you know many of like our white counterparts and that's just that's just america like it sucks yeah. but yeah
3: what kind, of, what kind of conversations have you have you and al had just overall in terms of uh everything that's been going on in the country obviously glo- globally uh mm-hmm. Has it like affected him in one way or another, no matter where where he's made his stops over the last like year, year and a half?
1: Yeah, no, of course. I mean, I think obviously everyone is very aware of like our social justice issues in this country. And he's aware of them as well. It just, it's really difficult because if you speak out, people are going to have something negative to say about it. If you don't speak out, and you do stuff behind the scenes, people are going to have something negative to say. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's almost like you can't win no matter what. But I would just say, like, you see the people like Jalen Brown and Kyrie and, like, some other people around the league who are really, like, social justice activists. I can say, like, for me personally, that's the type of player I would be. But that's because I'm outspoken. I don't really care, (laughs) you know, what anyone has to say and stuff, and I can take the backlash. And I think a lot of players just prefer to fly under the radar a bit. That doesn't mean they're not supporting these issues and stuff, but it just means that they're doing it in other ways or they're a bit low key about it. So I think we need to just like be aware of that and just be like open and respectful to everyone's journeys.
2: Definitely. Definitely. All right. And this is my, my last question for me. You know, you, you, you said dad is back. I, I like that, but I just want you to just elaborate a bit. Cause I don't think, Everyone may not understand what you meant by that. And, and the way I interpret it is, yeah, I the type of person is going to get in players' faces, but I just feel like his presence and the way he leads, he leads by example. How, how mm-hmm. true is that? You know, like, is that what you meant? Or, or, or I'll let you explain it exactly.
1: Yeah, no, I just meant that he really has stepped into, like, the team dad role. So if he mm-hmm. sees one of the younger guys, you know, like, doing something that he wouldn't do or he doesn't think it's a good idea necessarily – He's going to pull him to the side, you know, put a hand on his back and explain mm-hmm. to him why he thinks, you know, he should do it differently. Or like, it's more of like, it's not an aggressive, like screaming in your face kind of thing. Right. But or in or Al, front of everybody. Yeah. yeah. Or in front of everyone. But Al right. doesn't need to do that because they just already respect him so much that when he speaks, they listen, right. you know, like they really respect him as a person and as a player. And so, yeah, that's just what I meant by it. Is that he you has know, the respect a... to the younger guys
2: and stuff, right? Exactly. You know, it's a, a, a big testament to that. Uh, before the season started, Robert Williams said, "Look, I'm going to make a big stride this year. This, that, and the other." Oh, by the way, Al Horford has a whole lot to do with that. I don't talk mm-hmm. about this enough, but you know, my first year, like Al was huge, huge example for me. Checked in with me. Still sends me text messages. And he didn't have to say the rest. The way I looked at it was, well, yeah. I mean, when he got drafted, that time Lord nickname, that wasn't a good. That wasn't for a good reason. Like, you know, he didn't show up on time. He missed his flight. So I was like, I can one hundred percent see Al sending him a text or just reaching mm-hmm. out, and being like, "Hey, man, like, if you need a wake up call or yep. you need to lift, a, you need a lift to lift the practice, I got you." You know, yeah. He so, tries like, to
1: let them know, like, what they do sets a precedent, and exactly it right. makes a difference. Your reputation is everything being a professional is everything, taking care of your body, being around the right people. Um, He gives them advice on all of that. You know, if he sees a rookie out there um, getting private jets left and right, he's like, "Uh, how much was your contract again? You need to be smart about this. (laughs) Like, should we be doing that? You know, like he's fully, um,
2: he's like, protect the bag. Come on. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Just sharing like what he's learned and what he's seen being in the NBA for so long now. Like, yeah, he's seen
2: so much. I thought that was so cool. I'm like, man, he hasn't been here for two seasons and Robert Williams is starting his, 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 his media day press conference talking about Al. Like, yeah. That was really cool. yeah. Yeah.
3: I can, yeah definitely. I, I can just imagine too, uh, you know, Moses Brown, who he's coming along with, with right. Al to, to Boston, how he's probably been a, a big mentor to him because I mean, when, when they shut down Al for the rest of the season, cause they, you know, they couldn't find a deal for him at the trade deadline. That was, that was his role. Moses Brown right. stepped in and, and he got it. He got a contract. He went from a, a two-way player to a, a multi-year deal. And, and now he's on his way to Boston. So, I mean, that's, that pays dividends, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: I mean, my, my last question is taking, uh, the sibling factor out of this. Um, how much do you think Al has in the tank? You know, it's going to be those, the naysayers. Oh, he's two years removed from his all-star days. You know, he's 35. Um, that contract is too big, quote-unquote, for someone his age. How much does he still have in the tank, and how much is he going to prove these naysayers wrong in the next coming season?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. He obviously got so much rest towards the end of this season, but okay. the first half of the season when he was playing, if you look at his numbers, they were solid. Um, OKC was also consistently winning. So... You know, they had to basically sit him. <laughs> um, Al, and, that's not
2: what we do here. You know, right, down. Right, right.
1: <laughs> so I think he's ready to, like, prove everyone wrong. He's gotten plenty of rest. He takes really good care of his body. Mm-hmm. I think he has several years left in his tank. And, you know, you guys know playoff Al. That's a oh, completely man. different player. Yeah. And when the Celtics get that back, I mean... We'll see. Joel Embiid's probably going to be shaking in his boots. But, uh, <laughs> the robbery's
2: back. Let's you know, go.
1: We will see. I know that they were not fans of Al resigning um, with the Celtics, and there's a reason for that. If they weren't worried about it, they wouldn't care. So, Exactly.
3: Look out, Al, Bam. Man, can't wait. Look out onto the Kumpo. Big I can't wait.
2: I can't wait. All the yeah. rivalries this is back. I mean it's for me, Al, it's it's on both ends. You know, the Joel, you talked about a little bit the how the offense would just flow better. And he's he's such an underrated passer. You know, it's not just about, oh yeah, he passes well for a big. No, he's just he's a good passer. Not mm-hmm. for a big. He's just a good passer. And yep. that was something that, that was that was tough to watch sometimes with the Celtics because the offense would get so stagnant. Guys mm-hmm. want to play hero ball. You oh, go, yeah. I go, you know, Tatum yeah. and Brown taking turns, It's like, no, that, that's just not what we were yep. seeing for three He's plus gonna years. He's going to help
1: with the flow.
2: Exactly, it's going to be
1: a completely different story. So yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't hope wait. Everyone's ready. Yeah. I mean,
2: don't get me wrong, Southern fans. I don't. I don't think the Southerns are done here. I don't think this roster is the final product. But this is a huge step in the right direction for sure. That's that's what I believe. Oh,
3: yeah, the pick and pop on offense. The the uh uh the just the, the anchoring of the defense as well. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. Right. For sure. Anna,
2: <laughs> I can't thank you enough. I know we'll have you back on. Anna Horford, of course, sister of Al Horford, also the host of the uh, Horford Happy Hour Season 3. Taboo Topics is out now. Wherever you listen to your podcast, check her out. Of course, follow her on Twitter. Subscribe, subscribe. Yo, Twitter is going to be so fun this year with Anna back. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's going to be entertaining as hell. Yo, a lot of the, <laughs>
3: like, a lot of the local <laughs> outlets, that's, that's the first thing they said. Yo, Al is back. <laughs> And Anna's back. <laughs> yo, so that's what
2: it yo, is. Sean bro. Grady, Sean Grady, the voice of the of Celtics radio, put out a tweet being like, yo, the news is about Al, but also like, this is a huge story because Anna Horford's back, you know, for Celtics yeah. fans.
1: I <laughs> so love it. I love it. Everyone's guys, rejoicing everyone's right amazing. now in the city. Yeah. <laughs> We're excited. I'm excited to be back.
2: We got to get It'll you, we got to get you back to Boston soon, I'm sure, before the season starts or at least right when the season starts. Either way, yeah. we'll see you soon for sure.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Thank,
2: thank you, Anna. We'll talk again soon.
1: Thank you guys. Bye.
2: This episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA and the NHL are in full swing. Now, Now, BetOnline.ag isn't just about sports. If you don't want to bet on sports, BetOnline has other options, such as award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Now, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action now. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit, betonline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Yeah, I'm telling you. This is good. This is a step in the right direction. I'm I'm, I'm pumped up, man. And, and, and joining us on the podcast, his own podcast, pulling up late. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't give. I won't give Sean too much grief, man. It was, it was a schedule conflict. You know, obviously, when things like this happen, no one knew. Regan Al Horford was going to be coming to Boston anytime soon, but uh, Sean Ducho, what's going on? Joining, re- rejoining the the Causeway Street Podcast, man. Come on down here, man. Act, you know you you live here. Come on, you don't act like you don't own this place.
0: Yeah. What up? What up? Uh, I, uh, I, I can't believe I missed Anna Horford, bro.
2: Jesus. I know, I know. But she'll be back soon. It's the first of many visits. You know, she's, what's this, like the third time, fourth time we've had her on? So
0: Yeah, she's probably up there with one of the, the, the most the top per, top performances on, uh, what's it called? Top performances.
2: <laughs> top performances.
0: That was weird. Don't say it like that. Most times on a podcast? I mean, it's got to, I mean, Zach doesn't fucking count, but like. Maybe Christian Arcand and, and oh oh I see what you're saying.
2: No, right. You talking
3: about like most appearances.
2: Oh, I thought you meant like most like people uh, tune into. No. Him. Oh
3: no,
2: mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even fucking know <laughs> how we deal with that. So I don't know. All right, well, do take us through the take us through your your emotions when you when you find out. Okay, the, the, the Boston things, Brad Stevens pulling the trigger for people who thought that he was too. Uh, I don't know. People were afraid that they, we don't know if Brad Stevens is going to be able to trade Kemba Walker or if he'll do it right away. Yep. He, he was, he was ready. He's about that life. He traded Kemba Walker, Oklahoma nice. city thunder, along with the, uh, the, the number 16th pick in this year's draft, uh, a 2025 second rounder. That's going to Oklahoma city. Al Horford, the, uh, the guy this team has been missing, this culture has been missing, comes back. Moses Brown comes back. Uh, the Celtics direction. You got a, a, a 2023 second round pick here, uh, going, coming to Boston. So I don't know, man. I like this deal. I like this deal. But what did you? What did you think?
0: I loved it, man. I thought it was great. I thought it was going to be nearly impossible to trade Kemba in this off season. Uh, I was last last episode. I think we were talking about it, and we were sort of. Uh, I don't know if any of these things are going to work, bro. Uh, to get Al Horford and Moses Brown. Moses Brown is a very good young center. He flashed last year, and they and yeah, it wasn't a flash in the pan, man. It was like intense, bro. Like that, people weren't putting up these numbers. So, uh, they, you know, I, I, I think it's a great move. I think it's a great step uh, for Brad Stevens to sort of make this team his own. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think it's also interesting that Danny Ainge had multiple uh, chances to try to get first off Al Horford, secondly trade Kemba, and it seems like Brad Stevens came in and and wasn't trying to, like, overwhelmingly win the deal, but make the deal happen. You know what I mean? Where, like, Danny's not doing this deal. Let's just put it that way. Danny's not making this deal because he's not giving up the first-round pick. You think so? Let's be honest. No way Danny does. I I feel
2: like this has Danny vibes. For real. (laughs) This has has Danny's fingerprints on it because of uh, the Moses Moses Brown thing. (laughs) Because the the way he sees it is, Oh, I just picked Moses Brown for you know the number 16th pick. Which exactly. if you look at the draft, I don't know, man. I may be, I may be wrong in a couple of years or so, but I don't know if there's a Moses Brown lingering around the 16th pick in this year's draft. I
0: mean, definitely not. I mean, but but I mean, there always. It. I
2: think you, I think you live with that trade off because you're like, well,
0: all right, you know, we we already saw, yeah, what this guy looks like, and we we, we like what we we like what we saw <laughs> I, against I, us. I think that Danny Ainge knows that, like, if I give up a first round pick. That now I can't use that first round pick to trade for somebody else. You know what I mean? Or, or that so I don't think Gentry does this deal. I think this is a Brad Stevens straight up. I want Al Horford back. So he's good for the culture. He's a great person to coach. He's helped this team. He'd be a positive influence. You save so much money next year in the cap. You get a young guy in Moses Brown, and like you, the, you know the Kemba the Kemba experiment and the Kemba like. Will he play? Won't he play? That hurts the team, man. Like I love yeah. Tampa. Wins. I
2: might that might keep going for a few more months into the season, man.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, like not knowing what you're gonna get from your your number three guy is it's like the Gordon Hayward thing all over again, man. Like it's better off not having him if you can't tr- you can't count on him. You know what I mean? So yeah, I love the trade. Love absolutely love the trade.
3: Yeah, I man. I, I felt like. You had to trade him. If you were going to trade Kemba, it had to have been as quickly as possible. You know, after the past week of conflicting reports, if, you know, the team and Kemba really wanted to part ways and then, uh, Kemba's cousin coming out saying, no, that's not true. And then like, it was going to turn out to be like a PR nightmare if this deal wasn't done when it happened, you know, and, and this, and this was the best deal I feel like that, that the Celtics could get as quickly as they got it. Right. Yeah. So. With that being said, um, I feel like Moses, Moses Brown is a, is, is a Robert Williams insurance policy sort of type of thing. Because even if Robert Williams is healthy next season, you upgraded your, your, your front court essentially, right? You, you got more depth coming off the bench, whether you, whether, you know, um, whatever coach comes in here and wants to start or, or bench, whoever. I know most assume that Trisha Thompson is gone, but. At this point, you just you're just trying to see what the other shoe is going to drop in terms of getting another point guard. You know, recently, yeah. in so Fournier or you know, what so and on,
2: so on's probably going to go. I, I think it's Tristan. You know, I but,
0: think
3: yeah,
0: I think it's Rob Williams. Yeah, I
3: think it might be Rob too. To, to, to uh, honestly, because um, I think they,
0: they need a legit point guard. You're not going to be able
3: to trade Tristan. Thompson. Yeah, plus, I mean,
2: you may you, may have, yeah, you plus, may have to put them together. Yeah,
3: that turf toe. Could be a lingering thing, like.
2: Yeah, but there's, there's, teams oh no, that- I'm not opposed to it. I'm just, I, I just don't know if, if, if it's, uh, if it's something that the Southern's just going to do just to do. But, you know, if, if you, if you put them together with, with, with Thompson, sort of like, cause I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Cap here, right? Yeah. You know, Thompson, that 11 mil, you, you match that with, what is it, six mil or something close to that, that, that Robertson, maybe you can get yourself a, a starting point guard, you know, somewhere in, somewhere in, in, yeah. in the league. But it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because well, everyone else saw saw Robert Williams struggle with that toe as
0: well. So yeah, it's a tougher sell. us looks at Robert Williams and says, "Hey, if I'm like a middling team, like would I rather have like a, a, a nice, my nice point guard or would i would rather have this guy that could possibly, you know, explode into what, what we've seen flashes Rob Williams can do? You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Right. That's, that's,
0: and now and now you don't have the 16th pick
2: to dangle, you know, with the with that.
3: Yeah, that's, that's package
2: too. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But
3: let's not forget too that. Uh, Brad here created a, I think it's a six point nine million trade exception in this deal as well. That's true. He did do that. He did do that. (laughs) So
2: see, that's a that's a that's a fucking Danny Ainge thing, right? See, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think this got Danny Ainge fingerprints all over this, all all over this trade. One on one.
3: Yo,
2: Danny and Brad, they they went over that in week seven of the the program, I think. Yeah. (laughs) 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 How to create a he just points at the he just points at the he's got like a, a freaking a smart screen or whatever, he just says T P E. Yep. That's like
0: right. three That's most right. of letters
2: and G M T. Brad, T Brad goes, ha this must be your favorite chapter, huh, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> Brad is like, I couldn't wait. For this. I fo- couldn't
0: wait for this chapter.
2: As he's supposed <laughs> <it's> like over. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, a TPE, even if it's only five hundred grand, it's still very useful, okay, going forward when you wanna, you know, you know, wheel and deal here, okay? Gotcha. Gotcha. You're
0: okay. talking about the TPE in NBA history. Like Brad. this is the
3: guy. Okay. Yeah. You want to listen to me. You want to. You want to understand. You have to learn <sighs> that TPE business is not everybody's. It's not everybody's calling. Okay.
2: Hey, Danny, can, can I just say real quick though, that Hayward thing. What a fucking heist, man. I mean, seriously. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know, it doesn't always always work out in your favor so i suggest you use that 11 whatever's left of it as soon as possible okay <laughs> <laughs> you know the boston media is gonna be all over you for that if you don't get if you don't use that so at some point
2: <laughs> oh man uh, yeah, but yeah just, we'll just, see what happens man yeah. <laughs> but yeah I, I the, the moses brown part is just like it's just it's perfect i i think that's where you you look at the train and you say I don't think you get you get better value out there for 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 Kemba Walker. Yo,
3: he's no, no. he's his yeah. his contract is worth like five million dollars for the next like three years, four years. Yeah, and it's all non guaranteed. So it's you know, like,
0: you know who, you know who he reminds me of in the. Uh, Joel's like, just send him to the G League. Fuck it, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but,
3: <laughs> I mean, that's where he came from. So you know, he's, Yo, you he's know, earned he's earned his stripes, you know, in my opinion.
0: He you know, reminds me of the Jay Crowder piece in like the Rondo trade, bro like a mm. full contract like right. over like you're not really throwing but it, when he plays he it, you know he's impactful i think i think he's gonna be an absolute steal bro i mean sway sway and i know all about moses brown dog on our fantasy team last year that
3: <laughs> oh yeah we oh, do that is that why you all extra
2: excited yeah, I Moses mean, brown saved us a couple of couple of yeah, wins moses, back-to-back weeks man yo,
3: Two game winning streak. Yo, man. I was excited because yeah. I was like, yo, this is the same dude that got like 19 rebounds in the first half of like, you know. Yeah, a, a game <laughs> like, and Juju and I
2: were like, oh, we know Moses Brown. And we I was
3: like, about- yo, this. I was hip
0: to Moses Brown before he did that shit, bro. Bro. I like, bro. Up 30 and 20 the other night, dog. Bro.
3: <laughs> like, immediately after <laughs> Sean that and game.
2: So I'm like, like, <laughs> like, you think that was cool? Or, he had 17 rebounds against the Nets the other night <laughs> or whatever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, we knew all about
3: his yo, fucking track record. Immediately after <laughs> that Celtics game, he. He his two way deal turned into a, a a regular NBA contract. Like, all right, So
0: know what they did? You know, no, what no, they, it was it was
2: eighteen rebounds against the Timberwolves. My bad. Before I get there. It was like two games before the Celtics. And I was yeah. like, yo, Celtics so so better watch out. Like, he's gonna do something against Boston. And he went up.
0: They made him put twenty rebounds in the first half. That was insane. Uh
2: no. nineteen, but yeah, yeah. still.
0: <laughs> uh they shut him down because he was too good. Like yeah. the OKC was like, whoa. We can't be winning games right now, dog. You and Al, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like you, like Al, because they also got that guy from um, Philadelphia when they traded uh, Danny
2: Green. Danny Green. Yeah. Danny Green. Who the hell hell they got? They got the shooter.
0: I don't know. They got a big, the the Phillies Your favorite player. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, Moses Brown is going to be an absolute beast. And I, I honestly, if I'm sitting here and you said you have to choose one, Moses Brown or Robert Williams. I may take Moses Brown at this point. Well, I mean, at this
3: Jerusalem zone, huh? I mean, look. Pardon the, the seas here in Boston already. Anyways,
2: yo, wait, wait. Well, here we go. Watch the, uh, yo, the the first big game he has. Look out for the Globe's
3: headline. Oh,
2: yeah.
3: No, <laughs> but he's he's parted essentially... by Moses.
2: The Timberwolves were parted by Moses right. or whatever the freaking thing.
3: He's essentially a taller Robert Williams if you look at it, and younger by a, a few well, years.
0: He's a less athletic Robert Williams though, but like he doesn't have as much jump in his game. But he's taller. Yeah. Well,
3: I mean, well, let me ask you something. He's a rim protector and a rebound. Sh-
2: <laughs> Sean had a you had a you had a funny point. Well, it wasn't really a point, but it, it, it seemed like you were you were alluding to the fact that this is one obviously, Brad Stevens' guy, which I think we all agree with. But yeah. I, I love how you put it. In, in in context of his relationship with with Danny Ainge this season, like do you do you honestly think at the end of the season, Danny was just kind of like, okay, Brad, now go ahead and get your boy, go get your guy Al, you know, here you go. Let me, let me guess, is that going to be your first move, huh? Huh? Is that what you going to do first? Anyway, you know, Brad, Brad, just, just kind like of teasing him.
3: Brad just shaking his head like, <laughs> I think you're think damn it, right it is, you Danny. That,
0: you think that was it, Sean? <laughs> I think Brad every day would go and be like, Al Horford. You can trade for him. Like there was four times. Every time we talk about trading, it was like, "Whoa, we." What about before that? What about before that? I wouldn't be surprised if he was just like,
2: "Yo, no matter what, just get him signed, please, if you can." Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't
2: it. know. I, I I don't think. Don't get me wrong. Let me let me let me correct that though. I don't think he despised Danny for not getting it done. When he heard the news, he must have been like, "Well, there goes out." You know what are you going to do? I'm yeah. sure he was like that, but then. Maybe when he went to OKC, maybe, maybe he knocked on that door a couple of times. Like, hey, we can get out here midseason if you could try it. And maybe Danny said no. Or maybe it was an ongoing joke, you know. But either way, I, I could see that. I could see Danny making that joke. Like, hey, now you can go get your boy.
0: Yeah, you could have gotten him for the TPE if you wanted to. Yeah, but you mean before,
2: before Fournier, though? Yeah, no, not not.
0: Now. you could yeah. have had a trade deadline, got sent the TPE yeah. over. Put the yeah, because you still had,
2: like, like yeah. Al.
0: Got out if you wanted to. So he never, he never did it, so. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I do think Danny was like, no, nope, that ship has sailed. But Brad was like, dumb man, I want him back. So I think, I think that was a little bit of a dynamic going on there for a while.
2: Joel, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess like if you're looking at just the TPE for him though, like that 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 would have been done. I think you know sooner. But a
0: first round, you would have to put a first round pick on it too. Right?
3: Yeah, yeah, but Danny, yeah. You which down is a what but that's what like got. first
0: round pick, bro. <laughs> well, no, not a first
2: round. Uh, yeah, probably. probably put a
0: <laughs> Danny, pick, yeah. Bro, yeah,
2: Danny wouldn't do that though yeah retiring day though we didn't know he was on his way well i mean but
3: i mean orlando essentially orlando essentially was just giving away you know players too. this thing you know with the whole evan Fournier thing it's like all right it's a fire sale yeah sure we'll take we'll take jeff you know jeff t we ain't gonna use him we're gonna cut him uh you got what what was it two second round picks that went that went uh, to orlando yeah so yeah, you know that hurt Danny but, a bit. Yeah, and you know and it was and that. it was a TPE that was created for the, in that trade as well. So you know what though, the Vucevic thing, the Vucevic thing, TPEs is thing. for everybody, TPEs for everybody. You get TPE, <laughs> you, Listen, you get ma- TPE, everybody gets TPEs.
0: Listen, this is making question the Vucevic thing. Like if they if they wouldn't give up the picks for Vucevic, oh, here we go with the Vucevic.
3: <laughs> no, but the Vucevic thing, though, know, they actually wanted <laughs> no. a player back in that return. Should, like, exactly that Chicago a, deal. Yeah. There was no way
0: in hell you were going to top that. Yeah,
3: you weren't going to top that. But Wendell
0: Carter sort of sucks, bro. He's not very good.
3: Like but he has the potential to be think. good
0: though.
2: Yeah. That's what you think for now. Like. <laughs> yeah, he has the but potential yeah, to be
0: good. I'm
2: you know? saying. The Suns the Suns also not that, not that this is the Suns thing, but like just for example, like Suns thought that Dragon Bender was going to be good. You thought he was going to be good. You, know, also you thought, thought that, that yeah. you thought that the Suns should consider him at that time. Except
0: Except
3: Over Jalen, Jalen Brown, yeah.
2: Yeah, people get shit wrong, you know? That shit happens. Uh, that shit's always uh, happened.
0: But also, also, I think that Danny doesn't like once Danny fucking is done with you, man, he's done with you. He could have signed Jay Crowder multiple times. He could have oh, traded for Jay Crowder. He could have tra- he could have signed Isaiah. He could have traded for Al. Anybody he's he's did yo
3: Jay 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 up until not, this season when he signed with with the Phoenix Suns, he was still on that original Celtics deal. Just yeah, just going around the league.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, his his path is insane. Did you see like? Since he's he was like draft like I watched like the he's been on like seven different teams and he's had a seven year NBA career I think that's crazy.
2: So with this deal right for the next two years it saves the Celtics about twenty million dollars. Huge. Heading into this off season, Evan Fournier was obviously that's a big question mark. Should Celtics you know bring him back? Should let him go? Let him walk? Now I think it's a no brainer right? You bring him back. No. Yeah.
0: I don't need Evan Fournier. Get someone better.
2: This guy's killing me. Yeah, man. <laughs> what do you mean?
0: Because like- the
3: stuff that looks so good that they're attractive now to other free agents. Like, what, what, what are we doing here when you can get. Uh, we were
2: just all getting along. Too.
3: Seriously, when Evan 48, <laughs> you have his bird rights, you don't have to fucking throw the bag at him. It's, yeah. just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a. See? It really yeah, is. yeah.
2: See? I, I like. To, that's exactly what, what, what Joel's saying right now. Like, I use? love that that could be your new trading chip. Yeah. <laughs> There's what? always a market for that, Dutra. There's always a market out there for that. Otherwise, I'll tell you this much. Otherwise, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. Okay. If they do keep Fournier, if they're in a tough spot because next year, you know, with with Marcus Smart. But I think going into next season with this whole new, uh, maybe a new identity, maybe a new approach without Holford back in the mix. I, I don't want to call it a pay cut, but... Do either of you see Marcus Smart heading into free agency, being demanding big money and all that? Like, I know, I know, I'm, I'm thinking way down the road here, but like,
0: let's talk about Fournier real quick
2: because I want okay. to. I'm
0: think
2: just it. thinking, I'm thinking. There's a lot of people out there saying that, that one of these guys have to go. One of these guys have to be your chip into, to getting someone else out there. Whether it was
0: walking or trading Marcus Smart and keeping you. All right, I'm going to give Fournier three years, thirty-six million. That's all I'm getting him. That's no, not going to happen.
3: That's not going to happen, bro. 12, anything about twelve million dollars? You don't Any, think anything about that? I it's not worth the
0: money on 48, bro. I just don't think that he is. is He's not a he's not on this Celtics team, he's not worth 20 million dollars. That's insane.
3: Well, no one no one's saying 20 million, but you know, 16, 17 million. That's that out of the question. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think it is. I think if it's over 15 15 million dollars, I'm just not doing that. That's gonna lock you up like. Like yes, you can trade the piece. I get you can trade the piece, but you don't think there's a better player out there?
3: Would you give Marcus that much money? Have you seen the free agency class that's coming up right now? Um, not not really. But okay, I then.
2: Right. Well, no, no, no. You're talking about next season, though. Next next summer is good. You, you, next summer that, see, that's the thing. I, I think you you try to line yourself up for for next off season,
0: for one year.
2: I'm just I'm thinking I'm just thinking about it right now, man. Between Fournier and, and, and Smart, yeah, I mean that's that's tough. I feel like well, one one of these guys are well, gonna be here.
0: Yeah, between Forty Eight and Smart, right? I mean, if you if you can get if you can get Forty Eight to agree to a one year, twenty million dollar deal, then I'm totally cool with that. Like, you can't put yourself to say, okay, like you're gonna sign this guy because I
2: I don't think you sign him long term. But I don't think you sign him for. I don't think he's gonna sign for one year. But you know what? I'm gonna a two year deal with with the second one being an option.
0: Maybe I like that. And he had a he had a very unhealthy season and he wants to go into free agency being the best so if you say one year 20, yeah, no
3: he wasn't unhealthy in terms of like injuries he was unhealthy cuz of covid bro yes <laughs> you can, say the, you can say the same thing you can say the same thing about he looked like shit when he came back no he did His it first game he no went he did it bro the he, averaged, he averaged he average 18 points a game what the fuck did you want from him he was averaging 19 in Orlando <laughs> what the fuck
0: did you want from
3: <laughs> seriously dude <laughs> you want him to be you want him to be no I was the next you want you him said. to be Jalen Brown 2.0 like that wasn't going to happen dude
0: I just, I just, you know what? Maybe it's his hair, bro. I don't know. It's bald. I
2: I, I would like to see them both come back, but two-year deal somewhere. I don't know. I'm going to say you're going to have to give them at least above 40. So I'm I'm thinking,
3: I'm thinking, I'm thinking thinking
0: three-year, like like 50. No, that's ridiculous. That's too much. That's going to put you in. And and you know what? The only way to do that.
3: That's that's about
0: 16. Is if it's (laughs) a part of a signing trade. If it's a part of a sign and trade, I would do that, right? I would I mean, that sign and trade him, give him whatever he wants. But if he's, if you're like saying we want Evan Fournier, because guys, Evan Fournier is going to be the third scoring option.
3: You're not not, not necessarily because you don't know who you're going to be. Or who you're going to get a point guard.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, they're not
2: done here. This they're is, not This is going to be the whole team. Get
0: anyone at point guard? If you're signing Evan Fournier to this much money, like
3: they're still they still trading options, bro. It's not like we're done. They're done trading.
0: I would love to see Evan Fournier in a sign and trade for Malcolm Brogdon. That would that'll would be what I want.
3: Now, you're talking about someone that's really injury-prone? That's fucking Malcolm Brogdon, bro. Right. All right. Let's shoot. Uh, All right. With that being said, let's let's, uh,
2: let's let's wrap up this episode. We wrap up every single episode here on Causeway Street. We take our trip around the league with Joel's In Case You Missed It.
3: In Case You Missed It.
0: In Case You Missed It. In Case You Missed It. You missed
2: it. Joel, what did we miss?
3: So, apparently, according to uh, good old Woj you know that Woj guy the Celtics' uh, coaching their search obviously is uh still ongoing but they've uh, apparently they've focused on three assistant coaches that are actually still in the playoffs right now all right they're bringing back um Darwin Ham who's with the Bucks they're bringing back Chauncey Billups who's with the Clippers and they're bringing back Udoka from the Nets yeah, all, all yeah, like assistant coaches right now like for a second interview cuz they've been all three of these dudes have been interviewed apparently already so i don't know how you guys feel about this does that mean that they're just narrowing down to just these three guys udoka seems to have the uh had the thumbs up from a lot of these tell these players obviously because he was part of the, the team usa a few years ago and the FIBA world cup under uh greg popovich he's been coaching with greg popovich or part of his staff for quite some time he was actually in um he was with the Sixers last year before he ended up with the, the Nets. So he's got got a lot of coaching experience. I think out of the three that we're talking about here, I think even more so than 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 Ham. Even though I feel like Ham has been assistant coach ever since he was still playing in the league. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, the Pistons. Yeah, playing. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you're shooting up, or are you uh, you're gonna put yeah, on your right. jersey?
0: <laughs> I thought that Darvin <laughs> Ham played a little stint on the Celtics, but I was I was mistaken. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: I bet you, uh, you're one search away from finding that out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) One Google click.
2: One search from realizing. (laughs) I've never played for the Celtics. Yeah. I still like Billups, but I just feel like he's he's destined. He's destined for Portland. That's what I'm saying.
3: I I was about to say, I think, I think Billups has a better shot or he's like on the top of their list over there in Portland more so than the Celtics. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I
2: like you make it you make it Doka, yeah I like that because of yeah the, you 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 said it the Team USA thing the connection that he had there um, his pedigree he's, he's very he's a defensive minded guy gotta get back to defense man I think Brad Stevens gonna he's gonna push that philosophy hard with with the role that he's in yeah, and, and that, rightfully so rightfully so
3: and let's not forget too I, Brad was on that 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 staff that coaching staff as well so he's cool with doka so. That's always gonna be a plus and you know, your two your two stars here, your two faces of the franchise approve, so I don't know. The, I, this this search is probably gonna go on throughout the playoffs until like probably after the finals, if I had to guess.
0: Yeah, I think I think so too. Um I think I think the more the more it looks, the more Adoku
3: is the guy. You just call him Sidoku, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, him- he, he, he did he said Adoku. doku. <laughs>
0: I like, am I fucking
3: up his Did you call him Sudoku, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Udoka. Don't worry about it. It's not a part.
2: It's not a pour. All right, what, uh, else, what okay. else you missed? What else you miss?
3: <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Doka, Doka. yeah, Yeah, yeah. So, um. Uh, Doka. Yeah, in case you missed it, congrats to the Suns and the Clippers who are officially going to battle it out, face off in the Western Conference Finals. So, you know, speaking it's of Phillips, Phillips. You know, back in the back in the conference finals as he, he always was as a fucking player. Yo, seems. look
2: out for look out for uh Terrence Mann and the Clippers, man. Let me tell you, Terrence Mann is just yo, leading this team. Yo, bro. yo, yo.
3: It's fucking Lowell's finest. Low's fucking <laughs> finest kid. Oh yeah,
2: Jerome
0: told me earlier it's the hot of Lowell.
3: He's the fucking hot Lowell now. It's not hey, son, did you know
0: did you know about this? Yeah, I, I read about it in the Boston Globe today for the first time. I had no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, because no, you would have been, been
2: shouting this all night. Yo, I learned about it during as I'm game. watching the
3: game, because they shouted that out at least two times. They're like, oh, you know, from Massachusetts, low Massachusetts. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Is he really? I had no Never would have guessed that. Never would have guessed that. No, clue, guessed that. <laughs> no idea uh, that that
2: was. The dude that low-key sort of looks like Marquise Dales.
3: I have yo, he looks like Marquise Dales. <laughs> like little brother, bro. Yeah, yeah, like
2: his little brother. Like, literally, someone was like, yo, that's Marquise's little brother,
3: I, I believe. The, the hair, Hair and everything, you know? they're like same mother yeah. different father they the, got d- different the demeanor
2: <laughs> like just like easy going oh some some of those shots he couldn't control himself but he was almost just like smiling like yo is this really happened he's like, like oh I'm, shout out to him man like,
3: drop was, 39 like, motherfuckers
2: dropping 39 <laughs> didn't even know at the end of the game because he was just he was in the zone like he was just it, he was he was in his own world he was just like living his living his life going through the motions like outer body experience you 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 name it that's yeah. what he was going no, I was just going to say it in that interview, too, with Paul George. So humble, bro. He reminds me of me after he puts up 39 points.
3: <laughs> yeah, for real.
2: You caught that, too, right? Yo, he yeah. Reminds me of a, he reminds me of a young me. I'm like, all right,
0: Paul. You geez. weren't saying this when he was sitting on the bench,
2: Like, Paul. I don't
3: remember you dropping 39 in your second year in the league, bro. <laughs> you were playing you were playing behind Danny Granger. Get the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> He's like, bro, you've said two words to me until today, bro. All right? <laughs>
3: I know, right? <laughs> bro you thought i was one of the ball boys <laughs> just in game one fuck out of
2: here <laughs> that's how we met <laughs> that's how yeah
3: yeah when coach said i was starting he w- you were like who <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys we're gonna <laughs> go tonight so we're gonna have our man here we're gonna have terrence Mann starting starting this place <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm sorry man i'm i'm pretty critical of paul george but wow wow. terrence Mann was cooking there was a couple possessions where he was getting like triple t and terrence Mann was like yo Hey, yo. you, and Paul yeah. George just like trying to just dribble through everybody. He was just like, hold on, hold on. Right, you, brought, you brought us back, but I'm gonna give us the lead. I'm gonna give us the lead. I was just like, yo, yeah. chill, bro. Pass yeah. that ball. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what did What did he have like 23 in that in that in that quarter? And Paul had four. He's like, this this can't happen. I I need to I need to I need to boost this up a little bit. You know, the 17 <laughs> all run uh, it had your finger, fingerprints all over it. What about me? He's like, I gotta change the
2: narrative. Yeah. But, right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've been scoring 35-plus for the last three games. Come on, man. <laughs>
2: He's like, fuck, this is the Terrence Mann game. Yeah, yeah right.
3: Yeah, no. <laughs> no Kawhi, this is supposed to be my game.
0: <laughs> exactly. No Kawhi. Yo, what, so what do you got? What do you got? What do you got, got? Suns? Son's, uh, hold on, I'm hold on, on but
3: hold on, hold on, real quick. Real oh, quick, okay. Because, you know, what you got? What right, you got? You know, we, we, we all know, right, because it was stated multiple times during this game. First time in, in their history, 50 season, the Clippers are going to the to a conference finals, okay? that. But That's right. no Kawhi. Kawhi didn't travel with the team to Phoenix. He stayed back in LA to uh, rehab, but they're calling an ACL injury. Okay. Don't know if it's Ooh. torn, don't know if it's straight oh, whatever. He's, trying to,
2: play. he's like, trying to play. He's trying right?
3: to play. All right. So he, he stayed back. He didn't travel. So he probably won't be there for game yeah. two either if I had to guess. All right. And on the flip oh, they, side, they're, they're, see, they're being careful with the wording for a reason. Though. For real. For real. Yeah. I like, that idea. Like, yeah. They see. Yeah, it's like, it's like when KG, remember KG, KG had a leg injury. We didn't know what kind of injury it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we never knew. Injury. They just kept saying, yo, the, <laughs> Celtics, the further the Celtics go, the higher chance of KG coming back. That's what they were doing. So they were like, yeah,
2: you the so. The also okay. transparent Celtics uh, <laughs> staff, <laughs> <laughs> staff, the Celtics physicians are the sketchy. Those guys are the sketchiest guys.
3: Brian Doo, their man. reports. <laughs> Brian Brian do <dude>, <laughs> trying to always do it with the okey doke when it came to like <laughs> that was, KGs.
0: That had, that had Eddie search fingerprint tips all on. Yeah, no, that's all I'll
3: say,
2: Nah, and hey, no, was forever was forever trying to give us the okie doke.
3: Nah, yo, Le sir, Le sir would <laughs> tell it to you straight. Be like, yo, Larry Bird's back is fucked. I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know how you want me to fix this. Yeah, that, that, like, was, that was, know, was in his heyday. Have, have him lay down. Have him lay down in between timeouts. I don't know. Just, just have him just lay on the floor. I don't know. I, I, I can nothing he, I can do for wait. him.
2: You want Larry to lay on the floor? <laughs> yeah, lay on the floor. Just no, let, no, let no, let him lay
3: no. on the floor. All right. You He's know? like,
2: I'm flying in world class chiropractors, All right. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying it. I'm trying. All right.
3: So on the flip side, right? You got. Chris Paul, who's still in COVID protocol. No there's no word on if he's gonna be out of that anytime soon. So obviously game one, no Kawhi, no Chris Paul. All right. Now, I think we all kind of predicted this right when we made our predictions that it was gonna be, you know, Suns and Clippers, right? And the Western Conference Finals. I still got the Clippers because this Chris Paul thing is I think it's gonna affect the Suns more so than Kawhi not being on the Clippers. It's gonna go a distance though, I think. Okay.
2: All right. Either way, it's going to be a dope series. So, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. This, this has been a great big. playoffs, man. I just hate all the injuries, but... Yeah,
3: yeah but I mean, like, into? clearly no lead is safe in any of these fucking games. No, man. You can be no lead by, is safe ever in basketball. You can be up by 35, and then it's just, like, all of a sudden two minutes left. I bet you... What was it? 27 points? 27 points, yeah. Jeez.
0: Yo, and, and, like, the whole Donovan Mitchell thing, like, where did he go, bro? Like, what... Like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be... Like the the best jazz player of all time, according to Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A.
3: him bro. Stephen A. Carson, <laughs> yeah, for fucking Kirsten, bro. <laughs> I want to I want to see this motherfucker on Monday. I want to see what he's got to say. Yo. I hope he fucking apologizes. Like, yo, my bad, yo. I I, I, yeah, but
2: I, I busted but Utah all time state. Yeah,
3: I, I ejaculated too early. I'm sorry, my man. I'm yeah, so yeah, sorry. He did.
2: Go freaking apologize guys. to Utah right now,
3: freaking like,
2: guy. Call Carmelo right now on air. And
3: I know, apologize. right? <laughs> and I took it personal. <laughs> You know, Carl Malone needs to, needs to speak up. Carl Malone has been seen at a at a jazz game since. No, I'm just kidding.
2: So <laughs> no, no. Carl Malone's on a farm somewhere. As soon as he gets word in a couple of months, he's a rapper just even A., bro. For real.
3: Uh yeah, so in case you missed it, speaking of the Suns, Devin Booker, who was uh who apparently has uh, committed to Team USA along with Tatum Lillard and Bradley Beal. That's, that's called cool. Jalen. They're building healthy. quite a squad there, by the way, with this uh Team USA squad that's gonna compete in next month's Olympics. Jalen here's needs it.
2: to get healthy soon, make that trip so him and Tatum can keep bonding. That's
3: all I got. <laughs> keep bonding. Just Even, even <laughs> if he doesn't play, just have him there. Yeah, just have him there. Just have him there. Have him there. All right. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Hey,
2: all right. Of a break Otherwise, somebody's going to recruit Tatum and the future's going to look bleak. All right. <laughs> For self <self-experience>. fans.
3: <laughs> depending depending <laughs> on what coach they get. Because if it's, if it's a doka, then they might be all right. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right, so Just don't bring sudoku.
3: Yeah, Sudoku's no no no, that's a, that's a horrible game. Don't play that yeah, game.
0: Uh, even though the Olympics are in Tokyo.
3: <laughs>
2: young our, our young listeners are like what's sudoku?
3: <laughs> All right, so so Booker, right? He asked via <coughs> social media for the uh for the info of the the infamous Suns and in Four fan, right, who was kicked who kicked the <laughs> shit out of two Denver Nuggets fans during game 3. Suns and Four. Nick McKellar, okay, fought off Two drunken fucking nuggets fans after he got beer dumped on him, yeah i would have I would have done the same shit even if I got kicked out. I'm like, oh, that's just the ultimate sign of disrespect, fucking beer getting yes, getting tossed on you so uh so Booker reached out to to Keller and uh and gave him a signed jersey and tickets to western Conference finals game, obviously one of so those devin
2: Booker advocates- games.
3: violence okay yo yo it (laughs) wasn't self-defense bro it was self-defense they said that that he said that they were talking shit and all he said was you know when they're about to leave he just waved he said bye you know no that dude sucker
2: punched him that that was fucked
3: up yeah that was fucked up so yeah yeah, so uh so but that dude actually uh mckellar here he went from having 600 followers on ig to 37,500 followers after all that melee right did and, people see the video? And he has, yeah, people see the video. You know I mean <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Has,
2: <laughs> Is that why he got all the followers?
3: No, I mean I, I think he got the I think he got more so sort the of followers after um this dude was looking for him, Booker. So this dude has Sons and Four merch with Barstool right now. So I think he's doing pretty well for himself. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. the best. That's it's, it's the ass whooping that just keeps on giving, you know? Good for him. Good for him. All right, in case you missed it. Carmelo Anthony and Lala have called it quits after 11 years of marriage. Lala filed for divorce officially, stating irreconcilable reconciled. No, he's differences. still
2: balling, Lala. What's, what's your problem? <laughs> still playing.
3: The couple, who was, uh, you know, they had been separated back in 2017, looked like they were, you know, going back on track. Spent 2020 in quarantine with their 14 year old no, son. No,
2: Lala, Lala was the one who started messing around with what's his name, Tommy Egan. Like that was messed up. <laughs> You
3: know, like what did you expect from her? Yeah. And then she had like this, you know, this other son that no one knew about, Cash, and then, right, like, Cash.
2: Then yeah. she go, to, she, she went to court for yeah. something. She got like right. a subpoena. Yeah. I mean, he went,
3: he went, across the country, and then all hell broke loose. You know? right. when, 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 so when
2: she's not, she's not so innocent either, guys. <laughs> you know
3: what I mean? Everyone's like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> power, guys, power. Go watch that. Go, go, go subscribe to Stars because Stars, no one has Stars. You got to subscribe to Stars. So go watch that. Power six seasons. Of greatness,
2: all right. Find out, about, find out about my 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 guy Tommy Egan. Yeah,
3: yeah. Right. So find so out back, all about him. So back to Mello, back to Mello, right? So apparently, back to back to real life, back right. to it, yeah, all right. Apparently, there's a woman that claims Mello is the father of her newborn twins. Oh, jeez, that is right. Two you of heard them, it man. correctly. Twins, right? right. Two for one. She says that despite knowing that Mello was still married, they I quote talked almost every day. All of last year, according to according to this thirty uh, eight year old woman, you know, uh, allegedly. Yeah, he, I mean, it's been a, it's been a tough couple seasons. Though, yeah, you know? yeah, like
2: yeah. The, no, the, yeah. The bubble, you know. Yeah.
3: I mean, allegedly, <laughs> he had
2: the quick
0: the quick off season. You know, thirty eight year old woman. Jeez.
3: Well, Mello is thirty seven, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> I, I, th- I think I think she's
2: game, bro. I think she's yeah,
0: game. yeah. Check the <laughs> yeah. what is think- that? That's fun I- now.
3: She's 83, man. I think she's old enough. More
2: than 83? What old is enough? that? <laughs> old enough.
3: <laughs> so allegedly this woman says that when uh, they found out that she was pregnant back in September, they had agreed to uh, get an abortion. But apparently Mello never showed up the day that she was uh, set to uh, have this procedure done. And... Uh, Pretty much just saying that uh she wants Melo to kid. be a part of her twins' lives.
2: I'm sure she I'm sure he does. You sure he does? I'm I'm sure he's pissed that he didn't go to that uh, second I mean, appointment.
3: Well according according to according no. to this woman, according to this woman, Melo told her the reason why he didn't show up is because he was trying to work things out with Lala and his son. So I don't know if this is the story is even true, if this is the source of why they're officially getting divorced, but Oh Mello, man. Melo well,
2: um, knew all knew well about that
3: appointment. Melo, is a free agent. You know, for y'all wondering if he's, uh, you know, uh, signed with the Trailblazers or not. So we shall see what will happen to Carmelo and his divorce. All right. Melo's <laughs> a free agent. Yes, he is. You know, he's been signing. No. One, he's been signing one year deals <laughs> the last. Don't think years. about it. He Why said Melo's a free agent. He's like I signed him over fucking 48 I know you're gonna say something. Hell yeah! I knew you were gonna say something like yeah, that,
0: bro. Left really 48 to get. You'll get a fournier at a one year deal with the I would you do that see
2: you, do, you thought that? I thought, yo, TPE him,
0: guys.
3: Come on. TPE him, Fuck A couple second rounders, you know? <laughs> Portland's like, absolutely not. <laughs> All right, guys. I got an update. I got an update. I got an, in case you missed it, update.
2: Update. 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 Do, 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 do.
3: On the whale guy. <laughs> the whale guy from Cape Cod. <laughs> the you know, fucking the, fraud. You know, this the, the you know according to some experts.
2: No, stop playing.
3: And the story saying that it may not Jimmy be true. He
2: guys. He was on Jimmy say, Kimmel. He saying that
3: this story may not be true because he should have suffered some sort of ear issues when he got taken at least 45 feet underwater. When he was in the mouth of a fucking whale. Right. This is, this is what they're saying. Under pressure, things like that. But Jimmy Kimmel and Trevor Noah, they believe this guy. They believe this guy. <laughs> Trevor Noah does, too. They believe him. All right. <laughs> they believe Michael. They believe Michael Packard. <laughs> Under what under what basis? Check this out. I got some fun facts about Michael Packard. Michael Michael Packard. I got some fun facts about Mr. Packard here. Okay, <laughs> he apparently survived a plane crash in Costa Rica back in two thousand one.
2: Oh, this dude got stories, man. All He's right? a story guy. He's okay. that guy. He's the story
3: guy. You know how you know how? And uh, uh, was saying that uh, he wanted um, Casey Affleck or I forget who to play to play him <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I think Mr. I Mr. Casey, Packard Casey says he, Mr. Packard says he wants Matt Damon. To play him in the movie,
2: Yo, this dude got this dude got demand.
3: Assuming wow. there is one. So
2: the audacity of this dude.
3: That's what I got. That's what I got there when it comes to uh, Mr. Packin. You
2: know? <laughs> Yo, talk yeah, talk about fifteen minutes. He's like, nah, man, this is gonna be this is a thing. I think it'll be you know fifteen he's like, minutes. He's of like, fame. I'm gonna
3: make this a full hour, okay? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. At least he
2: didn't go the biblical route and be like, you know, try to be like a pretend to be like a Jesus freak and be like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. and and. and he does have a witness. I didn't know that. Yeah, he this did. Guy, Jimmy Kimmel was with him. Yeah. So, yeah. You
3: know, I don't think. He, I don't think he's trying. He's trying to give us the okie doke. I think he really did get get engulfed. <laughs> but that
2: way. too, that didn't sound too convincing, though. I don't know. You guys check it out. Let us know
3: what you think. Well, the thing with Jimmy, <laughs> you never know. Well, you do for the most part if he's being sarcastic or he's actually being serious when he says, "Oh no, I believe you." Like you, you know, you, that's yeah. I, I I feel your story. I I, I, no, I no no no. I'm
2: talking about the guy, the witness, like the way he told it. It was just like, oh, okay. He was
3: a little nervous, yeah. And last but not least, in case you missed it, a statue in the honor of uh, Celtics and Holy Cross legend Bob Cousy was unveiled out at the DCU Center in Worcester, Massachusetts, About that time. on Friday. So, uh, congrats to the to the great Cous as uh, Mike Gorman MC the outdoor event, which is attended by Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker along with the... Yeah, I mean, he only retired about 50 years ago, Seriously. so I guess it was, it was time. Yeah, he's only, it was time. he's only 93 years old, guys, so, you know, it was... It's
0: the weirdest statue of all time. Do you guys see it? Like, no. why is his arm so long? Why does he have two basketballs? Why is his leg so short? I don't get it.
3: Because he was a wizard at what he did, at his craft there, Sean. Come on. He actually <laughs> he actually perfected his craft, unlike others who say they want to perfect Yeah,
2: it's like the classic video him him dribbling two two basketballs all low.
3: Yeah. Obviously Even Celtics, you can't do that in a game, obviously. Obviously, the Celtics uh owners were there, Wick Grossbeck and Steve Paliuka, among others. So congrats to um the great Bob Cousy. Right. Congrats. That's Salute. It's gonna, gonna do it for this edition of uh, in case you missed it, hit us up on all social media platforms at Causeway Street, Causewaystreet.com for your Celtics off season news, rumors, and opinions. Check out um some options for Point Guard to replace Kemba if you uh, hit up causewaystreet.com and also subscribe to uh the causeway after hours on patreon for exclusive content and our after show podcast among other things
2: that's right right. we're picking a winner this week so everybody cross your fingers until you until next week's episode
3: more jersey giveaways all right i don't know if the Kimber walker jerseys will be available but hey you want one but I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm sure they got Al Horford. Though. There they do, Mr. Yeah. 42. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's his number. Yeah. So before I forget, happy Juneteenth, everyone, which is a, an official federal holiday, finally. Finally. Let's not
2: forget. Shout out to my public school who never mentioned it once. Come never. On. Never, ever. I- Yep, sounds like sounds like three guys who uh, received education in Massachusetts. There you go.
3: <laughs> Maybe they do it now. But don't Maybe let that do be you. If they you weren't wanna... doing that shit before. Yeah, don't let that be you. You know, go 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 brush up. Go do go do your research. And let's not forget, you know, Black Lives Matter. Stop aging hate. Let's pray for peace in the Middle East. Let's continue to fight towards all equality. All right? That's all I got. So
2: Welcome back, Al. That's right. Officially. Yeah, Welcome right. back, Al. Okay. Yeah.
3: Shout out, shout and out to Anna. Okay. Don't shout out even, to Anna don't even,
2: on too. don't even pay any mind to any negativity this year. All that shit. To, you know, just do your thing, all right? Because this is going to be, it's going to be a good thing, all right? This is going to be something that people going to remember as obviously Brad's first move. But it's going to be like, well, things really got started when he brought Al Horse
0: back. you know? it's going to be good. <laughs> that's like you know, 2016 all over again. Yeah, rebuild really got its legs when they signed Al Horford.
3: But that's what that, well, no, that's what I was about to say. He was the first. Like he was gonna, who, he was the yeah. first like free agent that the Celtics that signed in like forever at I that know, point. So
2: I don't think it's going to be like the. What I circle. mean by that is I don't think it's going to be like the 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 biggest move. Danny, does, I mean Danny Brad does, but I just think it's going to be that one that like like you said, it's like it has it's got his name on all, all over it. It's like, oh yeah, the first thing he did was brought his guy back, and then you just knew. Okay, Brad's going to do whatever the hell he wants. He's not afraid to do whatever the hell he wants. You know, like like two weeks into the job, he. he he made this trade he pulled the trigger on this trade before even picking a coach like i don't think that's a bad thing but i just think he's all in he's he's focused he he knows what this team's missing and also don't be surprised if you know jason Tatum has something to do with this or at least that he he consulted with him because man the the, the first Celtics media day after al left he was like yo al horford was one of my, that's one of my favorite teammates i've ever had like <laughs> so it's just i think it's all relative
3: no you're right you're right and and you'll see within like the next like few weeks of all there's going to be more reports are coming out of how, like, Kemba and-, and Stevens didn't see eye-to-eye as coach and player. and I've, I've already seen, like, shit like that, and it's just going to get worse. But trade happened, so something's not have to worry about it and just move forward at this point. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. All right, man. Talk to y'all, too. Hey. hey.